الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهدي الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا مولانا محمد عبده ورسوله فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا ايها الذين مستعينوا بالصبر والصلاه ان الله مع الصابرين صدق الله العظيم اسبرلائک علماء کرام ان مائی برادرز وی ہیو ٹو تھینک اللہ سبحانہ وتعالی فور ہز نیومرس بلیسنگز اپون اس اللہ تعالی ہمسلف سیز ان قران کریم وین تعود نعمت اللہ لا تحصوها او انسان یو ٹرائنگ کاؤنٹ دی نعمت اف اللہ تعالی leave alone making shukr of the nemats of allah taala you will never be able to count the nemats of allah taala millions of nemat every second allah taala shining upon us in our bodies itself there are so many signs of the greatness of allah subhanahu wa taala we can never imagine it is only allah taala's fazl that allah nabi alayhi salatu wasalam tells us that in the morning if you make a short dua allahumma asbabi nabihi bin ni'matin aw bi ahadi min khalq fa minkal فَلَكَ الْحَمْدُ وَلَكَ الشُّكْرِ Then Allah Ta'ala says, I will count as you are making shukr for all my nemas. With this two rakat salat, for all the different parts in our body, as we are making shukr to Allah Ta'ala. But no doubt the greatest nemat is this nemat of iman. And this nemat of iman is so great, that our everlasting condition in the year after, entirely depends upon this iman. There were times we were in the mother's bellies for a couple of months. Then we have come into this dunya, we are in that stage, this trip, we are sitting there in that stage here. 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 years, 90 years. If it's 120, 130, then our names are written in the Guinness book this person has lived for so long. Ultimately we go in a cupboard and that will be one life, the Alame Barzakh they call it. That is maybe some, for so many thousand years, for so many ten thousand years, whatever Allah Ta'ala wills this earth, this world to exist. And then of course, another life comes after that. That is the akhirat life, the last life, and that will be forever and ever. Wherever we are in that particular life, in Jannah, will be in Jannah forever. And in that particular life, if we go the other way, then we will be in Jahannam forever. And that life entirely depends upon the Iman, the 40, 50, 60 years that we spend in this particular world. That is why you make a concentrated effort, Ya Allah, you guard this Iman. Let us live with this Iman, die with this Iman. And if some conditions come and tests come, Ya Allah, grant us the tawfiq of maintaining this Iman. Nothing can happen without the fuzzle of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this dunya is darul imnan, conditions must come. Because this dunya is not Darul Jaza. There is no single person in the universe who can say that whatever I wish happen all the time. Regarding our Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam, Allah Ta'ala says, إِنَّكَ لَا تَحْدِيمَ نَحْمَبْتَ وَلَكِنَّ اللَّهِ يَحْدِمَ يَشَامِ Oh my beloved Nabi, who is the greatest ever of Allah's makhluk, Firashtas, Jinnad, Insan, everyone. Nobody can compare with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi salam. But he also is told by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Hidayat is not in your hands. What you wish will not happen. Although Allah's Nabi's wish is always according to Sharia, what Allah wants from us. But then too the wish is for in the wish of Nabi was there that each and every man must get Hidayat and go into Jannat. Allah ta'ala says that decision lies in my hands, in my control. Only my wish will prevail. Mahashallah wa khan wa ma'alam tashallah mekun. Whatever Allah wishes will happen. Whenever We wish, if Allah wishes, it can happen. وَمَا تَشَاوُنَا إِلَّا يَشَاءَ اللَّهِ Our wish will only come to surface if Allah Ta'ala Himself wishes. So that is why my dear, this Iman is that everything is in the hands of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Everything is the control of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. That is why we know that very, very famous hadith from various Sahaba Kiram, this hadith is related. Hazrat Huzaifa radiallahu ta'ala who knew the secrets of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And you can put it like he was the intelligent minister of Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam. One person went to him a sahabi and asked him for a hadith that he heard from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasalam. 
So the hadith he related was this hadith also. إِنَّ أَوَّلَكُمْ وَآخَرَكُمْ وَجِنَّكُمْ إِنْسَكُمْ إِجْتَمَعُوا أَلَا يَنْفَوْكَ بِشَيْءٍ لَمْ يَنْفَوْكَ بِشَيْءٍ إِلَّا مَا كَتَبُ اللَّهُ لَكَ وَإِنَّ أَوَّلَكُمْ وَآخَرَكُمْ جِنَّكُمْ إِنْسَكُمْ إِجْتَمَعُوا أَلَا يَزُرُّكَ بِشَيْءٍ لَمْ يَزُرُّكَ إِلَّا مَا كَتَبُ اللَّهُ لَكَ Hadith goes further to Important point is this That men and jinn together Former and later All get together and they wish to be of benefit to you. Only death can be of benefit with Allah wish for you. And if all of mankind, jinnat and insan together, wish to harm to you, only death harm can come to you which Allah has ordained. And then he said that this is in taqdeer. If you don't have the aqidah and belief, then Nabi Asim says in the hadith that if you spend a mound or hut of gold also, that will be rejected by Allah Subhanahu because iman is not correct. Then he said, when he said this is hadith, he went to another great sahabi, Hazrat Abdullah ibn Masood radiallahu ta'ala. Hazrat Abdullah ibn Masood radiallahu ta'ala, we know that was such a great person that it is stated that the uloom of the sahaba was in two people. Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala, Hazrat Abdullah ibn Masood radiallahu ta'ala. And Hazrat Abdullah ibn Masood, when the people of Iraq came and asked Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala that send an alim to us. Then Hazrat Umar sent Hazrat Abdullah ibn Masood radiallahu ta'ala and told the people of Iraq that I need him more than what you need him, but I am giving your preference over my preference. Hazrat Abdullah ibn Masood radiallahu ta'ala was not very big in nature, small person in nature, but his value in the eyes of Allah is such that once we know he was breaking a miswa from a tree and a certain person saw his thighs were very thin, and he said, How thin these legs are, showing his weakness. Nabi Alaihissalam said in a Nabi's kalam, there is no exaggeration. Wallah, if the thighs of Hazrat Abdullah ibn Masood going to be weighed on the day of Qiyamah, it is more weightier than Mount Ahad in gold. And also they say that, it comes in the hadith also, that he, he, every Sahabi had humility in him. But his humility was of a different degree. Once when Nabi Alaihissalam wanted to make tabligh to the jinnat, there were six occasions he went. On one occasion, he said, Fal yakum mai, that person come with me who does not have an iota, even weight of pride in his heart. It was such a big challenge. Although this was common among the Sahaba, nobody had any, any sort of what you call pride. But nobody had the courage to stand up and for the same, a person stood as a billion That is why the ulama said, in the battle of Badr, one of the chiefs, the person, the proudest person of the Ummat, most arrogant person of the Ummat, Allah Ta'ala sent him to Jahannam. There were three people involved, two young people. And were two young people in the final blow was by Abdullah Masood radiallahu ta'ala. So there the ulama write, one of the hikmat is this, that that person who has so much pride, more than the pride of, of Firon, Allah Ta'ala destroyed him with humility, the humility of the Ummat of Abdullah Masood radiallahu ta'ala. So anyway, he said, go to Abdullah ibn Masood, radiallahu ta'ala, and he gave him the same reply. And then he went to another two sahabas, all gave the same reply, that this iman upon taqdeer is such an important article of iman and faith, that if this iman upon taqdeer is not there, then my dear brothers, that person's all his good deeds will be rejected. And this iman upon taqdeer we have, then whatever conditions come upon us, if a person knows he's from Allah Ta'ala's side, then he will make sabr, he will make shukr to, sabr to, shukr to, he will turn towards Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. He will know this is my taqdeer, it cannot be avoided. And he knows that if I will make sabr, Allah will reward me for it. That is why in one hadith, we know a very very famous hadith, Rasulullah Sallallahu says, Ajabun lihali mu'min. So, strange, remarkable is the condition of mu'min. Then this is only for a momin. Nobody except a momin, a person who has iman, a person who does not have iman. That in a sabatu sarra fashakara, that if some goodness comes to him, any goodness, small happiness comes to him, the smallest of happiness comes to him, and he thanks Allah, he gets happy, he thanks Allah, falaul khair, there is only khair for him in that. And if a sabatu zarra, and if some difficulty comes to him, smallest of difficulty, even comes in hadith, if a thorn is to prick him, or even less than that, and he makes sabr on that, 
that follow khair, there's only khair for him. For a mu'min, whatever condition, is only khair a khair. There is no condition of a mu'min, if his wealth goes also as khair, if he gets wealth as khair, but provided that he uses it how Allah wants him to use it. He makes sabr, he exercises patience, he does not complain. For eyes to tear and become sad, that is natural. Nobody had more sabr than Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. If all the ummah sabr is put in one pen and the sabr of Rasulullah sallam will be put on another pen, the sabr of Nabi sallam will be outweighed. 100% my dear brothers. But he too when calamities would come used to cry. Tears used to come down his eyes. His beloved son Hazrat Ibrahim sallam became shaheed. Nabi sallam eyes teared. One of the persons who had brought iman and thought tearing also was an objection. And he came, Ya Rasulullah, you also crying? You're not happy with Allah's decision? Rasulullah said, that there is with a tongue. When you complain, then you're not happy. For a person to tear, there is a softness of the heart. That is automatic to tear. Automatically you must feel it. If we don't feel it, then how can we get sabr in it? How can we get what you call jaza on it? How can we reward it for it? So these conditions come and Allah Ta'ala afflicts a moment. Because this dunya is a test and see my banda in this condition, what it does? How does he react? Does he thank me? Does he go to means he should not adopt? Does he say anything? Does he make any shikayat? When it comes in hadith also, when a person is eyesight, Allah takes his eyesight away. Then Allah says, as a Swedish, Allah knows. But just to expose the condition and the status of a banda, what does my banda did? Did he complain? Allah knows exactly. Allah knows what is to happen a million years later too. But the system by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He said, Ya Allah, is just to show the malaika that the same makhluk, you had no objection to his creation. Look at his condition. He said, Ya Allah, he did not complain. He said, his eyes were given by my creator. My creator has taken his eyes. Then Allah says, bear witness, there is jannah for him. Allah knows, the affliction is also sent by Allah. Then Allah shows also in this affliction how to behave and what to do and how we should turn towards him. Istighfar and Tawbah. And turning towards Allah Ta'ala's first condition is whatever happens, happens with the will of Allah. And the first condition is to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We know in the time of Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala, and Hazrat Umar you know, was no ordinary person, was mulham. Mulham means that many, many issues that he said were upon his mashura, Allah Ta'ala sent down wahi. About 20 hours of the Quran and Kareem were revealed upon the mashura on a certain issue of Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala, the mashura he gave, the ayat were revealed. On one occasion, Nabi Islam said, if Umar was not here, then Allah's Azhab had come right to us. And that was at the time of the battle of Badr, when the prisoners were taken, and Hazrat Umar Mashura was this, that they should be beheaded. Hazrat Siddiq Akbar and Nabi Islam, they were two bodies but one heart. Whatever one thought, the other one also thought. They said, if they haven't brought Iman, the children will bring Iman, the progeny will bring Iman. At that time, by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to behead them was a great act. And you know, ultimately many people from the progeny did bring iman. But anyway, Allah is hakim and Allah is hakim. Then Nabi al said that at that time Allah wished they should be beheaded. According to Mashur, Umar radiallahu ta'ala. If it was not for Hazrat Umar, then Allah's azab had drawn near us. So that was the condition of Umar radiallahu ta'ala. Nabi al says, Shaitan was in one gali, Hazrat Umar goes on. Hazrat Umar in one gali, Shaitan will run away in another gali. That was the condition of Umar radiallahu ta'ala. We know that he used to fear, am I not a monafik? Anyway, the condition is, in his time there was one famine. Hazrat Abdullah ibn Al-As radiallahu ta'ala, a great sahabi, he was in Misr, governor of Egypt. People were hungry one year, two years went. And a message was sent to Hazrat Abdullah ibn Al-As that Hazrat Abdullah ibn Al-As radiallahu ta'ala, there is a famine here. And Alhamdulillah, in, in Egypt, the crops are very, very good. So send the crops down. Hazrat Amr ibn As said that the first camel will be in Medina and the last camel will be in Egypt and they'll keep on coming. One Sahabi saw a dream. And the Sahabi saw a dream that he said, tell Umar that Rasulullah is saying that, oh Umar, I thought you were a very, very wise person. What has happened to you? Hazrat Umar immediately what wrong did I do? And then he reflected. Then he came to a condition that first thing I should have done is turn the hearts of people. This was done by Allah Ta'ala. So did a lesson for us later on. The ulama have said that whatever happened to the Sahaba Kiram in those conditions, the reason was this. So in that condition, what to do 
Allah made certain they do certain things which was not preferable at that time as a guidance for the Ummah when halat come, what you should do. So the Ummah radiallahu ta'ala immediately reflected. He said, the first thing we should do is make istighfar. Although you want make istighfar, but effort in that particular line. What great day, turn towards Allah time and again. Then thereafter we should be gone for help and ask the governor of Egypt to send something down. So my dear brothers, there was a condition. This halat that comes upon us, we are going to a similar condition. That first and foremost we have to turn to Allah Ta'ala and remember that many times we hear statements that we done this, have we done this, that is a very, very great, very, very dangerous statement. Imagine the sacrifice of Rasulullah Sallallahu As he is entering Makkah, Mukarnama, what is his dua? First he comes in the, in the smallest of delegation. All the other different Ansar and Muhajirin and different tribes went through. And the smallest of what he called Jamaat that came was Rasulullah Sallallahu and in, in, what did you make in Sajda? And what does mother do? Thinking Allah Ta'ala, Nasara Abdahu, Wazam Allah that Allah, that Allah, we did nothing. That whole defeat, all this victory, did not come because of my actions. Did not come because of our actions. This was slowly Allah because of your help. It is your mother. What did Nabi Hassan teach us? Rasul taught us that all conditions, in victory also, don't look at yourself, I did this. If I come in, then everything is won. No effect whatsoever. Hidayat, Gumrai, Whatever lies, victory lies all in the hands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is why the ulama have written, many times you say, because of tabliq, deen is saved. Because of the madrasas, they are deen kakila. They say there is a great deception. Look at the dawah of Nabi Islam to the superpowers of that particular time. The superpowers were Rome and Persia. The West and East, today we have those blocks too. Look at the, the letter that Rasulullah some writes. He does not talk of big things. Aslim Taslam. Only one sentence. Aslim Taslam. Bring Iman and this Iman will be a fort for you, for your Savior in this dunya and akhirat. If you have Iman, then you are saved. The difficulties of dunya also, Allah will sort it out. And the akhirat you are saved personally. So if Iman will be there and the amal of Iman, it does not depend upon us. It depends whether the, the true Islam is in our lives. Then we are in the fortress. No madrasa can save, save deen. No madrasa is a fortress. No madrasa is a killer. The killer is Iman and Islam itself. If from the madrasa, Iman and Islam is coming forward, alhamdulillah. If not there, then istighfar and Tawbah is going to make. But deen will be saved when true Islam, that is what Allah says, Utkulu fissimi kafa. Enter totally into Islam. Whether it is Islam, via tabligh, or it comes via madrasa, whatever it may be. Whatever means of the Islam is coming and comes in. But Islam has to come in, my dear brother. The object of Islam. All the other things are zariyas and sabab. If that sabab and zariyah is there, but the end result is not there, then there is a great lack. So this halat will come upon us. We know the difficult times we are going through in this particular time. First and foremost, we know whatever happens, happens with Allah's will. Many, many brothers also have lost a lot of things. In that condition, the Quran Karim ayat as well. This dunya is a test. This dunya is not darul jaza. This is dunya is darul intihan. Halat will come. There is not a single person in this world that halat did not come on him. And the biggest and main halat came from Nabi Muhammad Sallam. That is why our beloved Nabi Sallam says, "Ashadu bala nalamia, thumbal amsal fal amsal." That the most of difficult trying times came on Ambiya Alimu Salatu Islam. Then those who resemble the Ambiya Alimu Salatu Islam. That is why it comes, that the test comes according to the condition of a person's Iman. The stronger the Iman, the greater the test. The Sahabi to give up everything. Their lives also went. We know Bire Mauna, the very, very one famous Ghazwa that took place around 4th of Hijri of Nabi Alimu Salatu after Hijrat where certain tribes came and they requested a jamaat be sent to, to teach them. And then the 70 great sahabis were sent and those of Hufas, ulama of that particular time, and they all were made shaheed. 
the people who took them, the Konaib did against them, and then they got certain tribes, and everyone became shaykh. One or two people survived from the 70 people. So lives also went in the path of Allah Ta'ala. That will happen. That is a system of Allah Ta'ala. Allah sees in that condition also what will happen, what will happen, how my bandhas react. That is why it is stated also that sometimes Allah Ta'ala sends condition on a person, then Allah wishes to see the cry of that bandha. And it comes in a hadith, sometimes when difficult condition comes and that bandha stands up cries at night, Allah does not accept his dua immediately. Allah delays it. And the reason is this, that Allah likes that cry so much. Allah Ta'ala likes that humility so much that Allah Ta'ala delays giving that. That Allah says, if I have to give him immediately, then the cry will stop. And the humility is too far that only you are a doer to bring, lower yourself in front of Allah, that is the greatest nemat. And the first thing when a person starts this, the first thing Allah will give itminan in his heart. Allah will take the love of this dunya of our hearts and Allah will put his love into our hearts. In the battle of Uhud, what did not happen? Seventy great sahaba became shaheed. The beloved uncle of Nabi Alaihissalam became shaheed. Allah Ta'ala says, one of the hikmat of this was this, that the munafikin, they will be dif- differentiated from the mu'mineen. From the mu'mineen. And Allah Ta'ala, as far as those mu'mineen are concerned, Allah Ta'ala will make their hearts even more purer. They were great, but they will become even greater. Then if there was some small defect left, there is no defect, but if some small defect was left, that also will be removed. And the iman will be strengthened. The taluk of Allah will be strengthened. That is why the ulama have said that, Wallah, everything can go in this world for a person. Nothing remains with him. And Allah's love comes to his heart. Marifat comes in his heart. Allah's muhabbat comes in his heart. That person is a, has got a bargain in his life. All his children can die. And all his wealth can be taken. And if he's got iman and he's samawiyah the iman, and in lieu of that, that love of Allah enters our heart. That taluk of Allah enters our heart. That the taluk we had with the makhluk is broken. And that taluk of Allah is built. And our eyes are shifted from the makhluk to the khalik. Wallah, that is a very, 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 is a great bargain that we get. Because that is what we are created for. That is what will be accounted when you go in a cover. That is what will be accounted on the day of Qiyamah. One sahabi came to Rasulullah and asked him, Ya Rasulullah, Make dua that on the day of Qiyamah and in the Akhirat, you will be in so high, make dua I can be with you. This Nabi Islam stood, he said, ask something else. He made some khibat of Rasulullah Sallallahu He said, ask something else. He said, no, I only want this. Then Nabi Islam said, what did he say? Al-maru manahabat, true love you have with him. But for that you also go to make an effort. That muhabbat of Allah, that muhabbat of Allah's Rasul, nothing can equal that. And that is why that, that sahabi then went to, went to small amals and that. Nabi alayhi salatu when he said, Al-maru mana habba, and the proof of that in the life that we live, the sahaba say, nothing gave us more consolation and happiness than this particular word of Rasulullah Sam. That we have true love with Allah's Rasul. We follow Allah's Rasul in everything. We have true love with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There is nothing greater than that. Because that is what we have been created for. Allah is not going to ask us our bank balances. Yes, that hisab will be there, how we earned and how we spent, how we spent, that is a different matter. But it does not mean if you've got a good bank balance, we, we somebody in the eyes of Allah. Someone who's eyes of Allah is that person who has the love of Allah in his heart. Who, who has the love of Allah in every matter of his, he imitates Rasulullah Sallallahu He resembles Rasulullah Sallallahu That is why the ulama have written that what is deen, Hazrat Muhammad said I can sum the whole of deen and I can sum the khulas of the Qur'an. What is the gist of the Qur'an karim in three things? He said, Allah hi ki ibadat karna jasi ibadat karna Only listen to Allah, nobody else. Of course, and how you going to do that? Rasul ki itaad hi karna jasi rasul sanyam kufarma. Whatever Allah's nabi wants of us, how to worship Allah, how to love, Rasul hi ki itaad. Don't look at anything else. Don't look at what WHO tells how to read namaz, how to come to masjid. Nobody. All the doctors one side, everybody one side. See what Allah's hukam is there. We have the case, don't see what the lawyer says. See what the sharia says. And then he says, Makhluku razi karo, khidmat karke. Make khidmat of the makhluk in whatever condition they are suffering. Look up the makhluk for the sake of Allah. These three things, Hazrat Mawla Ahmad Lahori said, is the essence of the Qur'an al-Kareem. Hazrat Mawla Ahmad Lahori was a very, very great person. He was a Sikh by nature and he brought Iman. 
when he came to Lahore, nobody wanted to see him. The day he passed away, there were millions of people in his jazada. And his whole body was burned because of the atrocities and the zulm and the oppression that the British and the government did on him. The British government too and the initial Pakistani government too. The difficulty he went through, his whole body was completely burned. And he taught the Qur'an Karim in his whole life. The masjid where he started teaching Qur'an Karim, he came there, the people stole him. They were another thought. We know there were other brothers who claimed to follow Rasulullah Sam. So they were there, they said, you will never, you can't survive in this masjid. And then he said, alright, let me, just give me permission to make tafsir of ayat of the Qur'an Karim. And he started the tafsir. By the time he finished, that whole vicinity became pakka mu'minin. Love Allah Allah, prepared to give the life for the sake of deen. So Hazrat Mawla Ahmad Lahori who made khidmat of the Qur'an Karim his whole life, he says, if I am climbing on a train and somebody comes to me quickly, quickly, and tell me, Oh, Ahmad Ali, tell me what is the khulaz of the Qur'an Karim. The just of the Qur'an, he said, the just of the Qur'an, Allah hi ki ibarat karo, jaysi ibarat karni chahiye. Rasul hi ki maano, jaysi manne itaad karo, jaysi itaad karni chahiye. Allah ko razi karke, Allah ki ibarat kar rahe. Rasul ko razi karo, Rasul ki tiba karke. And makhluk ko razi karo, makhluk ki khidmat karke. In this condition, we have, my dear brothers, we know that how many brothers, in what difficulty they are going through, somebody's wealth has gone, somebody's everything has gone. Today in Mpangani we saw, and one in office protest my eyes. And I thought, Ya Allah, give us thirty-one. And he said, Everything of my is gone. But Alhamdulillah, my, 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 my Iman is salamat. I'm, hang, I'm happy in this condition. And alone my figure is this, those who haven't got bread on the table, let me go and help them. Some bread. Those people that came and attacked us also, some brothers are saying, they don't give him. I said, no. Our Nabi Sunnah is this, they give them also. When you see young people like that, what Iman they have? It is Iman of that nature, the things are getting in this country. And Alhamdulillah, so many young people of that nature, look at the jazbah. Right in this condition, when everything is gone, one person phones him, he's a big business and phoned him and told him and asked him, you are insured? He said, I'm not insured. He said, why? He said, Ulama said, we must insure. Because Allah is, whatever the reason, fatwa is. Then this person, this person said, doesn't matter. I'm happy in this condition. Allah has taken my wealth. If Allah wishes, Allah will give back. I will do the right thing. I won't, I have no regrets that I did not insure. If I did insure, and I would invite Allah's wealth. Allah's wealth was there. Allah has taken that wealth. Whatever condition Allah gives you. That is Iman. And in that condition, there were so many incidents in history when riots took place and the Muslim who earned halal wealth and that halal wealth was, take, was destroyed by the non-Muslims. We saw in India, Ahmedabad times also, Alhamdulillah, we had the opportunity of going there. In many, many places, in a very short period of time, Allah Ta'ala replaced the wealth. Because the giver is Allah. What is for Allah to, to, to give wealth? One person went for an operation the other day. Allah scooted is such that he said that retina that we have in the eye, that has got 30 million nerves. 30 million nerves. Every second Allah is creating how many billions of nerves. We can't even imagine. What is giving somebody rosy? Allah is the creator of everything. The treasures of everything are in the hands of Allah Ta'ala. We have to create the taluk of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To see that Iman in that condition, then really my dear brothers, these are the people that makes us proud. That Alhamdulillah, there are such young beautiful people around us. And in that condition, his whole sight is on Allah, and he is thinking of helping other people. And comes in hadith, Wallahu fi oni labd, maakana labdu fi oni akhi. Well, it is our duty to go forward and help them. This, this help belongs to Allah ta'ala. When the sahaba came, from Makkah to Mukarramah to Madinah Tayyabah, they had nothing whatsoever. 
all their wealth was taken. Nabi Ali also lost everything. At the time, in Fateh Makkah, the 8th Hijri, when Nabi Ali came in, in Hajjad al-Wira and asked the Dera Sula, where are you going to stay? He said that whatever we held, when we left for the sake of Allah, everything was gone. That is now in the possession of Abu Talib's those children who did not bring Iman. Everything was gone, but they were happy in that condition. We have a replica of that that our young people of that particular nature. But at that time when the Sahaba came to Medina, Nabi Islam made two two brothers, one Muhajir and one, one, one Ansar. And the Ansar were prepared to share everything. Some Ansars went so far to say, I have two wives. Tell me which one you like. Parda Hukam was not there. And I will give her talaq and you can get buried to her. Hazrat Abdul Rahman said, no, no. In a very short period of time, Allah transformed things. But what is it that it was necessary? The Ansar in Medina opened their hearts. They knew this wealth was Allah's wealth. And Allah's Rasul wanted this wealth also to be shared. They were prepared to do it. Whatever farms they had, they gave half to the Ansari brother. They do do it. In these conditions, we know, when they are brothers, that harm has come to them. It is a sunnah of Rasul, not sunnah, a command of Rasulullah That we also should go to them and whatever assistance we can give. And it is there, it is there, son, that they accept our assistance. It is not we are doing favor to anyone. This wealth does not belong to us. Don't ever think that if we help someone, we are doing favor to him. This help, this wealth is Allah's. Allah is yeah, Make shukr for us, ya Allah, you gave me the tawfiq of using this wealth. How you wanted it to be used. It's your tawfiq. If you did not give me the tawfiq, how could I use this wealth? So very, very important in these conditions, that we should go to these brothers, help them in whatever we can, make dua for them too. And the little system gave, even one person can set one person up. Very few will the conditions will change, inshallah. Is in Allah, the test that has come from Allah on the side, and even for the people around, the main thing is, my dear brothers, make dua, that our akhlaq must become correct also, my dear brothers, and our intention will be dawat for them, inshallah. From the bottom of our hearts, if we can make the intention, Allah forgive our weaknesses, my weakness, our weakness, Allah forgive my dear brothers, Allah Ta'ala will change the conditions. The hearts of human beings are in the hands of Allah Ta'ala. We have to see that we fulfill the commandments of Allah Ta'ala in all circumstances. Our masjid should be open. Nobody has got the right to close any masjid. Whenever conditions came in Ummah, the people used to flock to their masjids. People flock to Amal. Even now there are conditions that those people that were engaging till out of the Quran, how Allah Ta'ala protect them. I'm not saying that others are not engaged. But different people, Allah has got different ways of testing. But one great means of protection is this amal of deen. And even if harm comes to us at that time, we will not lose our iman. Because our hearts will be connected with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In the difficult conditions also, we will make istighfar, we will make tawbah, we will see what my shortcomings are. We will try and help someone, we will get up in a problem of the night. We will make tawbah from whatever wrongs we are doing, my dear brothers. And no sunnah of Nabi alayhi must be left. The sahaba kiram, whatever is to happen something, they used to see that are we not neglecting any command of Rasulullah Why is this conditions come upon us? And Allah Ta'ala sent us a reminder for us as a rahmat for us. Because man is forgetful. He goes in one way, then he forgets what is to happen. So Allah Ta'ala sends his conditions upon Ummah in different ways. So that he can realize that where we have gone wrong, let me come back. It's a break for us. And Allah has given us beautiful days, those days of Qurbani. And the Millet Ibrahim is there. What is Millet Ibrahim? Today in Auzubillah, in the world, there is a new concept, the Abrahamic religion. And the object of this Abrahamic religion is all religions are equal. Everybody is jannati. Whereas that is complete kufr, my dear brothers. Complete kufr, because in the deen, in the life Islam, after Rasulullah Pak's coming, no other deen is acceptable. That is why Musa and Nabi al-Islam, the ulama right there, that in the one where some Sahama brought some part of the Torah and read it, there were similar incidents. Nabi Islam leave us the Torah if Musa Islam was to come. He did not mention Isa because Isa is going to come. He will come back before Qiyamah. He's alive in heavens. Except the Qadianis, they have a belief. If Musa Islam was to come, who was such a great Nabi of the, of the Bani Israel, then his Kamiyabi also will live in the deen of Rasulullah. He also would live according to the Sunnah of Rasulullah. No other deen. Millati Ibrahim, what does it mean? 
ان دین ان دسلم ملت ابراہیم اسلم ون اللہ تعالیٰ کمانڈ ابراہیم اسلام ابراہیم علیہ السلط اسلام اسلم وٹ از اسلم ٹو ربی العالمین ای سیٹ اللہ آئی گیون مائی سیلف ٹو اللہ کمانڈمنٹس مائی لائف از فار اللہ مائی چلڈرن آف اللہ دس قربانی دیٹ وی آر کمنگ ریلائز میک اس ریلائز دیٹ دس قربان از ناٹ این اینیمل دیٹ از اولی این اینیمل آؤٹوٹلی دا قربانی شوڈ بی فرام دا بوٹم دا ہارٹ that i am my life also my children also my wealth in the salati wa nusuki wa mahya wa madan lil rabbil alamin all that is for allah taala that should be a reminder for that i should be giving my life for the sake of deen allah is making this easy for me they are only giving that amal that is why hazrat shaykh alim rahmatullah used to form that love of the animal the moment one qurbani is to end he is to rear animal for the next qurbani to come and when he is to go and teach hadith in darul hadith that goat used to go with him and sit at the door of the darul hadith In the day the Qurbani was made, the children would cry, Hazrat Shagul, he also used to tear in his eyes, that love and that compassion he grew. And the object was this, that the love that you have for things, to cut that love out, and to build with love and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is Millati Ibrahimi. And then Nabi al-Islam showed us, my dear brothers, Allah says, In the salati wa nusuki wa mahiyam wa adil yarab al-alameen. The object of this Qurbani is this. So sometimes Allah ta'ala takes that wealth away from us too. Because we are connected with wealth, So Allah sees my bandha is going through father. Take that wealth away because I want this connection to come to me. I want this heart to be turned towards me. So this, this taking the wealth also becomes a great mercy for that particular person when he comes drawn near to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So my dear brothers, in this conditions, Allah give us tawfiq inshallah to turn towards Allah ta'ala. Make dua our masjids open up totally and entirely. Methods of deen. Today another slogan is made that if you come to deen, if you come to masjid, and you are very responsible you are spreading disease nauzubillah that is a very very serious from the fatwa point of view it can be so serious it can take us out of the fold of iman if responsibility is not that if responsibility is this that any work of deen we leave nabi azam gives an example in the olden days they used to have a place grazing for the animals of the government and the latest the betul mal so nabi azam gave an example to the sahaba kiram It was a practice at that particular time if anyone has to graze nearby and by chance if the animal went into the other part of the land then he used to be confiscated before Islam does the condition. So Nabi Al-Sim advised the Sahaba that you know when you take your animal you don't take it near where the government land is. You stay far away from there. Because by chance if your animal has to go into the government land you will be confiscated. Such is a matter of deen that do not go near haram at all. Do not come anything near makrutu. Tomorrow, today, you're going to do makru, only makru, only a sunnah, only a sunnah is a kufriya statement. And only this makru, the moment you come near a makru, your next step is going to go into haram. So that is his responsibility. Although it was jayas for you to do that, it was not desirable, but that is his responsibility. You are doing something that is completely responsible. Coming to the masjid is not responsibility. That is our responsibility. We, are, we have been created for, to come to the masjid. We have been created to Allah Ta'ala's house. Wherever Allah's house will be abad, Allah Ta'ala will keep that calm abad. Whenever Allah's house will not be abad, then Allah's azab will come. When the Kaabatullah will be destroyed, then the Qiyamah will come, my dear brothers. That is the time for Qiyamah to come, when the Kaabatullah will be destroyed. So Allah grant us tawfiq to turn towards Him. In these difficult times, Allah Ta'ala grant us tawfiq to turn towards Him, to make istifan and tawbah collectively. Those of our brothers that have lost whatever wealth, it is our duty. In whatever way we can do. to try and assist them in every way, try and set them up away, make dua for them, and do it quietly. There's big, big labels that we are doing this. We, the moment we comes in, Allah's help goes. As long as Allah is doing our sight on Allah, do it quietly, very, very quietly, then inshallah you will see the barakat that will come. And you will see the little we can help, the barakat Allah will give him. And come in hadith, وَاللَّهُ فِي عَوْنِ الْعَبْدِ مَا كَانَ الْعَبْدُ فِي عَوْنِ يَخِي As long as we help anyone for the sake of Allah, then Allah's help will be with us. That is why they stated, if we want our work to be done, our Ustad, Rahmatullah, used to say, do the work of others, Allah Ta'ala will do your work. Make dua for your brother in the darkness of the night, when nobody knows, he is not seeing, there is no advertisement, then Allah Ta'ala, the same dua that you make for him, the dua the Malaika will say, Amin on your behalf. So Allah bring that love of the Ummah back into our hearts. Allah bring that respect of the Ummah into our hearts. And the conditions will come and go, is not something for us, nothing new. bigger conditions in this game and bigger conditions will still come and everything we see now malls are being destroyed one day will come this building will go everything will go the mountains will go the heavens will go 
In other words, the sun, everything will be thrown to pieces and Qiyamah will come. These things are really a reminder of us that do not forget the main Qiyamah that is to come. Sometimes we forget it. Allah brings this sort of incident to show that everything will be destroyed at a time to come. So, oh my banda, come towards me. Prepare for that particular day. Prepare for Hisab in Kitab. Take stock of yourself and come closer to me. Make istighfar, make tova, do the work of deen. Your own objective is your iman and the iman of humanity. Make an effort in that particular line. So Allah Ta'ala maintain our iman. Allah forgive us for all our shortcomings. Allah grant the tawfi to turn towards Him. Those brothers, those families that harm has come, Allah Ta'ala compensate them as quick as possible. Allah Ta'ala grant us all individually and collectively, whatever little we can do to try and set them up for the sake of Allah, without any advertisement, try and set them up inshallah, and inshallah we will see the help of Allah will come and make our masjid abad, make our deen abad. Unfortunately, we have brought so much iman upon Corona that our iman upon Allah is gone. Father is not prepared to see son. There are so much hukuk that if you get that disease making, making khidmat to your father is shahadat for you. What greater act can there be that making khidmat to your father Allah has taken your life? That is not your responsibility. That is your responsibility. The trouble is this, the ummah is reached a stage that what is wrong they regard as right and what is right they regard as wrong. Taruna munkaran marufan or marufan munkaran. What is the khayt, idmat, what is your duty? You are regarding death as his responsibility and destruction. Inna lillahi wa inna rajiun. It's our responsibility to look at our parents. It's our responsibility. Nabi Alaihissam says, Lil Muslim al situn. There are six rights. Person sick without that particular person. It is not that disease. If the disease is meant, it will come to me. I can be anywhere in the world. It will come to me. That is, that is not the responsibility. Whatever hukuk of sharia there, we have to fulfill those hukuk of sharia. The hukuk of sharia is to come to the masjid, to look after our parents, look after our relatives. There are months and months have gone by. Father hasn't seen the son. They are trying to see the son. And the son is not coming. Then I'm going to get this disease. There's an incident where the son has put the property of the father outside. Because he went out without the son's permission. Now he's going to bring the disease back at home. Worse than were we are, worse, my dear brothers, in this way, than even African ladies. One of our friends in Johannesburg, he has got a girl working for him. That girl has been working for his father for how many years? Stones, what you call ZCC. Every Sunday she goes out. The father has passed away. Now the children are there, they want her. One is a doctor, unfortunately. And he wanted, if you go out, then he got very close on her. Anyway, one Sunday she went out, that's right in the beginning, last lockdown, when she came back, then he laughed at her. But what he told her should, should bring tears in our eyes. That African lady is telling what you call, that youngster who is a doctor, grew up in front of her. That I can tell you, boss, that this disease doesn't come in my chest. This disease comes when you go to the bazaars and that. My chest don't give you any disease. Her, her yakin on a ghalat church, on a wrong church is so much that you do not spread disease. And here we see others come to the masjid and we go and report, my dear brother, what is the condition of Iman? Where is the ummah reach? That what is Sadi Kamyabi, Hayal al-Salah, Hayal al-Falah, this is your Kamyabi, that call is given. And we are saying that that person is responsible and disease is praying to him. And we are starting to think in that particular way, where is the woman gone to? What is right, what is wrong, my dear brothers? So these halats will come, conditions will come. Read the Hayat al-Sahaba, read the life of our Kabin. What did he not do? What sort of difficulty did he not go through for the sake of Iman and Islam? There were times in India, they from what you call Delhi, right up to Lahore, every tree had a body of a great alim that was made shaheed by the British to destroy Islam in India. And he was burnt and his body was burned. The what you call kuffar right that we could hear the stench used to be brought. Cannon used to be put in front and he shot dead in particular. He didn't come to us like this. This I'm talking of the Sakriva of Kabirin in the last 90-100 years ago, my dear brothers. In Turkey, when the Tukur took place, Sheikh Muhammad, 5,000 people became shaheed in one night just because of the Iman in Islam. Great sacrifices we can in this time. Sahaba Kiran sacrifices we can't even imagine. But in these times, in the last hundred years too, a lot of sacrifices were given for the sake of deen. Allah, Allah Ta'ala take our weakness into consideration. And inshallah, Allah Ta'ala don't put us, doesn't put us to a test, my dear brothers. But those that have gone through a test, Allah make it easy for them. Give them sabr, inshallah, and grant us all the trophy to turn towards Him. And to get our priorities right, regard the wrong is wrong, the right is right, and take the right route. After ultimately we're going to die, and we're going to face Allah Ta'ala. There the fatwa was given, that you're going to come up, not going to help you, my dear brothers. There what was Allah's hukum, whether we mean amulet, that will help us. 
it will be alone, it will be me, it will be my Allah in front. Munkan and Nakir will be there in a cover, and the Qiyamah Allah will be in front. There nobody is going to help anyone. Nobody. There Shaitan will say that I the only tried to, I only told you, misled you, but you went on your own accord. Why do you take the way? Now you suffer, I am also suffering. It comes in the Quran, Shaitan will openly proclaim it on the day of Qiyamah. Allah save us from that disgrace. In the Akhirat, my dear brothers, in this world we can be looked down upon, we can be out of disgrace. Nabi Alayhi all sorts of names upon. What he did not say that Nabi Alayhi is creating such a big difference. Somebody says sorcerer, somebody says uh, jadugar, somebody says broken our families. Look at what he's done. The, up to that extent that they had people, propaganda, out of Makkah when people used to come to warn them, don't go near him. Don't even look at him, that he will mislead you. He's a sorcerer. Everything was done. That is why Muhammad is Nabi saying, Baril Islam of Hariban. At that time, Islam seemed to be strange. Was say, Yawudu Kamabada. A time will come again. When those who hold on the steadfast on the sunnah, all sort of names will be called. Don't worry about that. See, there's a sunnah of Rasulullah Sallallahu For two balil ghoraba, if you hold on to your deen, then there's a great blood tiding for you. Jannah is there for you. Allah's raza is for you. Inshallah, Allah Ta'ala bring us in that jamaat, and Allah Ta'ala grant us all the tawfiq to sincerely make tawbah, inshallah. Allah remove this difficulty. The pandemic also Allah removed that every masjid can open up, my dear brothers. Every house of Allah, all the works of deen, our madaris open up, everything opens up. As to operate, we did not make qadr, it must not happen because of that Allah Ta'ala has taken this away temporarily from us. Allah doesn't take it permanently away from us. The Haram Sharif should open. How many millions of people used to be in the Haram at them? Different parts of the world, Labbaik, Labbaik. We know what the condition now. Unfortunately, the houses of evil are full. In many, many countries, even in those countries, in the house of Allah are made empty. Where well, Allah Ta'ala knows what hikmat there is in this. But inshallah we will try, persevere, make dua, Allah will change the conditions. The heart of everybody, the heart, everyone's heart is in Allah Ta'ala's control. Allah bring good rulers of us and Allah Ta'ala bring peace in this country to those who have enmity. Allah remove that enmity. Allah give them the understanding. Allah give also the understanding. And Allah change the conditions for better conditions inshallah. And when we remember Allah Ta'ala and make this Eid that is coming, I mean, a real means for us to sacrifice the love of the things that we have for the sake of Allah and the love of Allah Ta'ala penetrates into our hearts, inshallah. We do say, inshallah. Bismillah. ہماری <laughs> امن و امان کو قائم و فرما دے یا اللہ ہم سب کو تیرے طرف رجوع کرنے کی توفیق نصیب فرما یا اللہ جن بھائیوں کو یہ نقصان ہوا ہے یا اللہ ان کو اس کا نعمل بدل نصیب فرما ان کو صبر نصیب فرما یا اللہ محضر نے فضل و کرم سے ان کی تکلیف کو دور فرما دے یا اللہ ان کے تکلیف یا اللہ ہمیں بھی اس کو محسوس کرنے کی توفیق نصیب فرما دے اور ہمیں بھی ان کی مدد کی توفیق نصیب فرما دے یا اللہ پوری امت کی حفاظت فرما دے پوری امت کی یا اللہ تمام کمیوں کو دور فرما دے یا اللہ ہم اقراری مجرم ہیں یا اللہ وی بیگ آف یو فار یور مرسی اللہ یا اللہ فوگیو وسلم سے اللہ یا اللہ وی آر ویری ویری سمفل بٹ وی آر ویری ویری ویک اللہ وی کین ناٹ وسلس یا اللہ ڈو ناٹ ٹیسٹ اس یا اللہ وی شوڈ ناٹ لوز اوور ایمان یا اللہ گرانٹ از اے ٹافیک یا اللہ ٹو بی فرم آن ایمان یا اللہ اور برادرس دے ول کنٹرول ڈفیکلٹی یا اللہ کمپنسیٹ دیم یا اللہ یا اللہ گرانٹ دیم صبر یا اللہ یا اللہ میک اٹ ایزی فار دیم یا اللہ In this condition also, Ya Allah, let us all turn our hearts toward you and cry and beseech of you, Ya Allah, to bring good conditions, Ya Allah. Those that have enmity for us, Ya Allah, pull their hearts also with mercy, Ya Allah. Turn their hearts, Ya Allah. They instigate us, Ya Allah. Give them also hidayat, Allah. If hidayat is not meant for them, Ya Allah, then protect the man, Ya Allah. Protect all of us from the, from the evil of the desires, Ya Allah. Nothing can happen with your, without your command, Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ya Allah, this pandemic, Ya Allah, remove this pandemic to open our masajid, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant us sincere istighfar and tawbah, Ya Allah. Whoever has any difficulty, Ya Allah, you remove his difficulty. All those that seek, Ya Allah, grant them shifaya kamil, ajil, Ya Allah. 
all the left the world grand and general fellows ya allah grand all the feminists from jabil ya allah grant the tawfiq of yelling inculcating your love in our hearts ya allah and remove the love of the dunya and remove the love of position ya allah grant us ikhlas ya allah and sincerity ya allah ya allah we lose everything in our iman is maintained ya allah that is a very very cheap sorrow ya allah grant the tawfiq of maintaining our iman ya allah in all conditions ya allah ya allah do not test us in any way ya allah grant the tawfiq of maintaining our iman ya allah And if some conditions come away, grant us tawfiq to be steadfast on Deen, Ya Allah, to turn towards You, Allah, not to break any of Your commandments, Ya Allah. Open every door of Yours, Ya Allah. Every masjid, every house of Allah, open the doors, Ya Allah. Let it be full again, Ya Allah. Let the ummah come towards Your house, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make our houses abad, Ya Allah, with Your zikr, Ya Allah, with Your tilawat, Ya Allah. All those instruments in our houses, Ya Allah, which are through Your wrath, Ya Allah, grant us tawfiq of taking them out of our houses, Ya Allah. and grant ya allah make this house ya allah abad wa tilawat al quran al karim ya allah wa da halqa of talim ya allah make us realize the object of our lives ya allah ya allah when our time comes take us with iman ya allah raise us with iman ya allah grant us on the day of hashr ya allah shayd anta ya arsh ya allah and grant us into the general rose holo ne rakni ya allah our parents have left this world ya allah satiza kiram ya allah full the qabr wa nur ya allah for ya allah forgive the shortcomings ya allah Ya Allah forgive them and make the end of jinna around hisab in the kitab ya Allah and our time comes grant us also husn khatima ya Allah and ya Allah maintain the, our progeny till the day of qiyamah ya Allah and maintain our iman ya Allah ya Allah the forces of kufr and the thieves of iman ya Allah protect the ummah from the thieves ya Allah of iman ya Allah protect the ummah from the thieves of material things to but more important from the thieves of iman ya Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala let the iman be maintained ya Allah in every way ya Allah Let us regard what is right as right and wrong as wrong. Ya Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, grant us the true love of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Ya Allah, whatever our permissible needs are fulfilled. Ya Allah, grant us the tawfiq to be satisfied what you have given us. Kanina bimar zakna wa barikna fi nghivas barkat inda Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Ya Allah, use us and our families and the wealth that we have for your sake of Deen. Ya Allah, do not let us break any of your commandments. Ya Allah. and pachan sano weakness we break grant us tawfiq of making intimate istighfar and toba allah subhanahu wa taala grant every day to become nearer to you in our recognition and our taluq and relation with you increases ya allah and our love for rasulullah increases ya allah every sunnah of nabi alayhi salam let us stand be in our lives ya allah and those sunnahs we cannot bring ya allah grant us tawfiq remorse ya allah to cry that why we cannot make amal on the sunnah of rasulullah make our parents out also like nabi alayhi salatu wassalam and the inner heart also allah try and let us imitate rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam sahaba kiram ya allah purify our hearts ya allah purify from everything ya allah from hasad ya allah from jealousy from from enmity all the evils of the heart ya allah of kufr and shirk and everything ya allah and fill our hearts with your love and tawhid allah subhanahu wa taala whatever good rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam grant us ya allah whatever evil nabi alaihi salam asked protection ya allah protect us from evil ya allah may khair and hidayat those of hidayat for the whole ummah of rasulullah sallam for the whole of bankan ya allah and for those that himayat is not meant ya allah ya allah remove them from the service of hurt protect us ya allah from the jal and the force of the jal from shaitan and the force of shaitan for following our desires allah subhanahu wa taala and take us ya grant us husn khatima ya allah wa sallallahu taala khali khalqi sayyidina muhammad wa ali wa sahbihi min rahmatika ya rahmar rahimin